0: listening to Jeff Kaplan's Afternoon News on KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Good afternoon 3:30 at KSL. Jeff Kaplan here. It's 34 degrees. We have a stiff breeze. KSL's top story. A bill to put armed volunteers into Utah public schools is on the way to the Senate floor after undergoing a few changes. KSL News Radio's Amy Kobabe live with the latest Amy
1: Jeff, the latest version would allow smaller schools to petition to go without what the bill calls school guardians. Bill sponsor Ryan Wilcox, though, argued in committee that the guardian part of this
0: bill is needed. The guns are already there. It's not about adding more guns to schools. I promise you they are already there. They're on terrified teachers and administrators that know that they're the last line of defense. And they're on kids and others who shouldn't have them there.
1: Schools would also have the option to have a school guardian who isn't a teacher or principal. They'd have to be fully trained by the state and county in how to respond to a school threat. The bill would also require schools to make other safety upgrades like panic buttons. Reporting live, Amy Kobabe, KSL News
0: Radio. Meantime, if it's not renewed by the legislature, that would be it. The Safe UT app would die. KSL News Radio's Alexandria Bonilla says that probably won't happen. Safe U T, the crisis chat and tip line app, is up for renewal in the legislative session. Representative Steve Ellison is sponsoring the bill to keep it going. He says its life saving tools are 100 worth it. The app's annual report shows that just last year it helped connect students to mental health experts more than eight hundred thousand times. It's also the place to report school safety threats. Felony charges have been filed against a man who pulled a gun on the EMTs trying to save his life. Saturday, Sebastian Hernandez allegedly pointed a gun at first responders, treating him for a medical emergency. According to the EMTs, he got off the stretcher, got out of the ambulance, went inside his house, and allegedly came back outside with a gun finger on the trigger. Hernandez faces two felony charges. There is no word what kind of medical emergency he was facing. If America wanted to try universal health care, a researcher says Utah might be the best place to start.
1: Utah's system could be a two-level medical insurance system with free and automatic basic coverage and paid supplementary coverage, according to an MIT researcher who presented at the Chem C. Gardner Policy Institute. The institute's Lara Summer says Utahns have a high rate of employer-sponsored health insurance, but there are still concerns about affordability. When you start to dig in a little bit, get- Deeper into specific populations, uh, you definitely start to see where some of those health disparities are. An estimated 70% of Utahs had at least one health care affordability issue in the past year, including going without health care or skipping prescriptions. Tammy Kikuchi, KSL News Radio.
0: President Biden is facing a protest vote in Michigan. Maria Shaleos is live at the KSL National News Desk.
1: Jeff, a win in Michigan is essential for both President Biden and former President Trump, but a grassroots campaign called Listen to Michigan is, encouraged, is encouraging Democrats who are critical of the administration's handling of the Israel-Hamas war to vote uncommitted in the primary. You can't aid and abet in a genocide and expect that your constituents are going to continue to support you. What we're trying to get him to do is we're trying to get him to hear us. Michigan is a swing state where every vote counts. Meantime, negotiations for a temporary ceasefire in Gaza are not done yet. National Security Advisor John Kirby telling reporters the Israeli Prime Minister Netanyahu is being kept up to speed on the hostage talks. We believe that we are getting closer. And while we don't want to sound too sanguine or Pollyannish about it, we do think that there's been some serious negotiations. President Biden saying that he hopes to see a deal by next Monday. And the White House press secretary announcing that Vice President Kamala Harris Will return to Selma, Alabama to commemorate the 59th anniversary of Bloody Sunday by joining in the march across the bridge. While there, she will deliver remarks. On honoring the legacy of the civil rights movement and the Biden Harris administration's continued work to achieve justice for all and encourage Americans to continue the fight for fundamental freedoms. It's been nearly sixty years since police in Selma, Alabama brutally beat protesters as they tried to cross the Edmund Pettus Bridge in a push for voting rights. Live from the KSL National News Desk, I'm Maria Shaleos, KSL News Radio.
0: Well, we had our first glimpse of spring over the weekend, and we'll get another gander over the next couple of days. We do get back to the 50s as we approach the end of the week, but we're going to do this whole weather whiplash thing again. Yeah, Kevin Eubank says our snow potential will run till March or April with the possibility of snowflakes coming maybe Saturday night. Or Sunday? After the last storm moved through, what did it do to our snowpack? I spoke with KSL meteorologist Kevin Eubank, and he told me Utah's totals have looked good. Our snowpack has actually been very, very good across
1: the state of Utah. Last week, every basin in the whole state was above average. But to maintain that average, it's going to take more than one storm to keep us there. It's super easy to trend back down if you're not getting consistent storms spread out across
0: the entire state. The verdict? Overall, Utah isn't a great place with snowpack. Eric Cabrera, KSL News Radio. Good to hear. KSL News Time, 336.